Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Abraham Lincoln, we're live from New York City. Gorgeous. It's your time to shine here. What? You you live your best life when you come here. Oh my gosh. I just love it. I love the energy. I love the people. Yeah. I love the nightlife. Yeah, I you like, like to, to party. party. Obviously. You were you were out uh, uh, late a couple nights. Later than I have been in years. Yeah. Years. But that's how it goes uh, in New York. Yeah. Because the bars fucking close at four, right? Yes. So you're like, you're waiting for your two o'clock cutoff and it never comes. Uh, and you're like, what the, f- holy shit, it's four o'clock. Like I'm is. still at a bar. <laughs> That's not okay. Do you know what I mean? But like your mind is like, all right, I'm a, 
I guess I'm out late. I'll stay here till they close. You're thinking that's two, one thirty, two o'clock, twelve, even. Not here. You've been on this schedule now for four days, I think. Yeah. Um, you were on the cruise as well for for five days. Yeah. What is your honest opinion? I think it's my last trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be my last time. But gosh, it's, it's, it's crazy, been isn't so it? fun. Um, it's crazy. I just, I think I can do two days. I have, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just not yeah. built I, to do the things that you guys do. It's insane. To to be honest with you, like it is kind of like a rock star or a musician on the road performing every night because. Here's what it is for for people at home. I was just like, "Yo, man, looks like you guys always always having a blast and partying and all that shit." Yes, we go out with the listeners and advertisers and all that stuff and, and get to do all this crazy shit. We do what three, sometimes four shows a day. Yeah, and then do that rinse, repeat, repeat, and mm-hmm. then I think it's the rinse, repeat part that oof. kind of gets to me because it's just sort of a you know what I mean, like. The, the nights are not the same, but it's like we go hard and yeah. you g- collect a bunch of people. And by the end of the night, you have like a group of 12, 13 and you're all fucking shuttling around all these places. And again, it's four. Yeah. And then you need a slice. Yep. And then you know? next thing you know, you wake up, it's 11 and bro or even later sometimes. But then it's like get because get you're, shower, you're exhausted. Cam- yeah. And then boom, you get in the shower, you get camera ready interview another two three people whatever that is and then go back out to whatever event you have to go to and i'm happy you've got to see at least what this is like for the last month therefore hopefully i don't get those calls anymore of like why are you partying or whatever it's like oh you'll get the calls it's exhausting i look (laughs) the other night the other night though you you lost your shit of like Hey man, we have not been out of this hotel rooms, and it's seven oh yeah. O'clock I said I need. To, I said I need to be out on these streets. Yep, we've been in a hotel room recording, and we're all recording. Day long, so yeah. the lighting is all artificial. All the windows are blocked out because I'm like creating. You know, like hey, well, you trying have to, to create make it look a, like a, set. a set, a movie set. So yeah. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Like I've, got, I have to leave. I think I just left. Yeah, also, I'll meet you on the st- I'll meet you on these streets if you can find me. <laughs> if you can find me, but I have to get out. I need some fresh air, whatever. So today will be fun. It'll be a quintessence. Yeah, New York oh, yeah. evening. Yeah, right. So what happened was, and we talked about this last week. We needed the Astros to win. They did. They broke the curse. All my green, my jacket, my bandana, all of it worked. Right. Sure. And it was great. Um, the game got rained out yesterday, so it's on tonight. Luckily, we're here, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and uh, some interviews have gotten shifted around, and, uh, and so it worked out for the the best. Actually, mm. we're going up to the Bronx. Yep. Uh, as soon as this, we're done with this show mm-hmm. to do a live show with uh, the Bronx, Bronx Blues, the Bronx crew. Blues crew, um, who make all the T-shirts and all that stuff. They're diehards, and we're gonna do a live show to bar with them. And that's going to be a blast. And then the game. Yeah. And then back. We will not make it back till three, probably three in the morning again, James. Do you think so? (laughs) Why? Uh, The Bronx is far far. from from Midtown, right? So we're we're in Midtown. But here's my rinse and repeat. And I did this in my 20s. So I like it's coming back to me a little bit of like as soon as you start have you start with a little like a white claw shandy things like this ease yourself back in uh-huh. and and it all just comes back right so you're just like all right cool i'm here again do you know what i mean like I, i'm not it all comes back to you you just have to start drinking a little bit get back in the groove yeah i mean I, it's it's one of those things where i'm because i'm Look, I, I try to fight just to maintain voice quality every day. Mm-hmm. You've seen the boxes of shit I have to carry around with, like, coldies and, yeah. you know, vitamin. I, I eat more vitamin C per day than, you know, a fucking, who eats oranges all the time, James? Monkeys? Ah, uh, gosh, I don't think it Probably is not. monkeys. Yeah, it's not <laughs> monkeys. Uh, Donald Sutherland? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Either way, it's, you know, granola and various forms of Dayquil, NyQuil, 
coldies, all that other stuff. To eat. Yeah, to get gingers, it going. Gingers, turmeric. And it's Cayenne. still, like, my voice is still a little rough. I'll be fine for that live show this afternoon. Sure. And, and the, re- the reason I bring all of this up, all of it, because, um, again, I, I'm, we lived in an awesome life, and I am unbelievably grateful to everybody who listens to the show that I get to do all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, not stuff. complaining, just explaining. Yes, correct. And, um, and, again, the reason why I am doing this is we have been trying to interview Post Malone for eight months, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Three days different cities now we've met up with him met actually, up with him hung out with him i, I actually him. spent just not recorded a good amount of time with yes. him uh sunday in particular we went to the cowboys game together and then hung out afterwards and uh great guy uh he is 24 years old he is the biggest rock star musician slash musician on the planet right now yes and if you go to one of his shows, he goes extremely, extremely hard for two hours. And it's one of the greatest live shows you'll ever see. But the next day, he is destroyed. Right. Um, probably sleeping right up until sound check, going to sound check, and then doing it all over again, blah, 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 blah. To pull him away for uh, you know an hour, hour and a half podcast right now in this world, I'm not going to say that I've given up on that, but... The guy has had three brilliant back-to-back-to-back hit albums Mm -hmm. for the last three years and has been touring for three years. Like, he has no time to do this shit. Um, Yeah. And... We know that now from actually hanging out out with him, him. seeing his schedule, seeing all the people that are around him, seeing all the things he has to do, including try to sleep a little bit. Try. So... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know... uh, no hard feelings, and uh, I think not if, at all. I think when he takes a breath or a second or whatever, he will, you know, maybe come out to San Antonio. Not sure, but it may happen. But uh, I think we, you know, we talked to him. We laid some ground. Laid some pipe. <laughs> you were about to say we laid some know, pipe. I was like, you, yeah. what did I want to say? Uh, did we? Uh no. I look, we we had a we had a, a great time with him. It, you know, it's it's funny looking back on it now because as our shows have gotten bigger just in the last year, right? Our live schedules and live shows and all that stuff have, have really ramped up and uh you know, the audience has increased. We're up to 1.8 now on Ross Pettis Revolution. I know Drinking Bros is 6.4 million now. And it's like you know, we're doing live shows and we're we're speaking at colleges now, which uh, if you're in Fort Bragg, we'll be doing a speaking event November 14th. Um, so uh, it'll be Jared, Dan and I there. But uh, with all of that being said, the, the first time that I this that it failed was in Raleigh and his, you know, we had backstage passes and to do the whole thing. And his people were like, look, man, he's really fucking sick, yeah. really sick. And, you know, you're sitting front row in front of him right and you can see him sneezing and i mean and it's awful i am going through that now with with the, the last couple of weeks just trying to maintain a voice and mm-hmm. in day in and day out and uh it's tough so I, and i and i'm not screaming my lungs out for two hours a night on stage right for twenty thousand people but um i understand his schedule we are trying to get him i know we've talked about this a lot and i kind of just wanted to set the record straight for all of it and what actually goes on behind the scenes. Mm. And I think, yes, when things die down a little bit for him, um, you know, unless he pumps out another fucking hit album, I Jesus mean, Christ. I not put it past him, but. Me neither, but I don't know how he'll stay alive if he keeps at this aggressive tour schedule like well, this. He's so, 24, but yeah. He is, Stone, but it's. Keith made it through. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, you're right. All of you're Motley right. Crue is still alive, you're correct? Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, he'll, I, he'll take a breath. He'll At some point, he'll just be like, bro, I need a break. He'll take a break, whatever, whatever. And Yeah. Yeah. But um, either way, uh, we've had fun. And uh, since the schedule has been crazy, it is our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And... I took we I took you to one of your dreams. We we did a bucket list item for you in, here in New York. Um, we we went to a Michelin star restaurant, restaurant. Mm-hmm. 
I want your thoughts on it now that you've been. Because uh, oddly enough, I had gotten invited. Uh, we had a guest on Saturday who invited us out afterwards to another one in town. Mm-hmm. So I'd gotten that whole experience. And, I, and you were like, dude, I wish I was there. And I'm like, look, I'll take you for our anniversary to another one. And we went. What was your What was your honest opinion of it? Because you're a diehard foodie. You love all those cooking shows. You love all of these chefs. You know everything about these people. What was your honest opinion on it? So as much as I joke about being dumb, I hate, hate feeling dumb. Or when people make me feel stupid or situations that I don't understand, right? Right. So that aspect was pretty hardcore there, right? Um, they don't explain anything to you. You're supposed to know. You're supposed to be able to move freely in that world. And I'm like, okay, so I realized I'm just more of a like fiery type of traveler. Okay. Food wise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or a Bourdain sometimes. He didn't love a Michelin star. He would rather have a street food like oh, really? or go to someone's house and have an amazing meal that's like you know yeah really good and makes you feel good right right um so i think i like food actual food too much to enjoy a michelin starred restaurant food like good portions great stuff yeah uh i don't love like a tiny i mean the it's so it's a joke it's a joke right like people do this bit all the time where the food comes at this amazing restaurant and it's like a tiny little size of a quarter a size of a quarter on a huge plate huge yeah and um so it's you're not feeling like full satisfied what everything i want to feel in like a dining experience right being able to talk like i I like different aspects i think of dining uh and michelin star restaurants do not have those particular things that i love about eating and about eating with other people and about food i think is what i can say got it got it got it got it. right okay do you agree or do you not agree yes so i'm so glad i did it but it really is more about the service. So the Michelin star is not necessarily you have the best food. It's the level of service that you give uh, gives you the Michelin star. So for me, service isn't necessarily my favorite part, right? right. I don't like the whole pomp and circumstance and the whole fucking bullshit of it, right? Sure. I want to talk to the waiter. I want to ask him things like recommendations or things that i should try or what's better than the other or just ha- crack a smile you know yeah, what i'm crack, saying crack a smile like just like you were on your fucking bullshit as usual you love like in a <laughs> when we go out to eat you love to like talk to the waiter make some joke like you know what i mean get them into like a real person mode you do this every time we go yeah i do because i, I like real people i like to you break the communi- facade I, yes like, i like yeah. to communicate with them and i don't like um i don't like the pretentiousness of it where it's like hey man i know this is a job for so you quiet and i know like, you know look you were a server i was a server yeah. at some point in my life and um multiple places you know sure. as a high schooler and a college and you know there's nights that people are down. They don't want to do this job. Therefore, whenever I got a table, at least, where people were personal and joking and laughing and having yeah, a good and time. Yeah, just being like, just pour it. I don't need to taste exactly. it. Like, shit like that where you're yeah. just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds like, I just hate to say that because I don't think any, you know, it's a real privilege to be able to go to a fucking Michelin star restaurant. Like, it is, yes. It was, our, am, it was and, our anniversary and it was and a nice thing. it was thing. so nice and... It was an experience that I'm very appreciative that I got to do. But the menu itself, when you read it, you don't. No one knows any fucking thing that's on there because it's written in such a way that you're just like you can understand every other word. Where it's just like feel dumb. Yeah, feel and uh, chicken and something else. Yeah. Then the waiters, the waitstaff, makes you feel dumb that you don't know, and you're like, hey man, 
you fucking work here. Like you don't own the restaurant. So you you know just as little as I do, except for you work here. Right. Um, and this is a total honest statement. I swear to God, this happened after both restaurants. I'm going to say their names. We went to two different Michelin restaurants here. Um, we ate at other restaurants afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, and I still wasn't totally full. So it, what does that say? It says more about me than I think the Michelin starred restaurant. Like, look, you know, it is a certain way of dining that people love. For me, I like to be loud. I like a lot of people around me. I like to try cool, weird stuff. I like to be full. I like, you know? Yeah. And so in this instance, uh, it wasn't something that I need to, I don't think, do again. No. I'd much rather I, have I, I am like good as a well. for real Correct. neighborhood Italian place with awesome food and... You know, people I'm good. being loud I don't need and yelling. Ninety yeah. waiters putting different forks and knives down and all that shit. Like, I'm I'm with you. Like that that'll probably be my my last time at one of those places. Saturday night, I couldn't help it because we were. It was somebody else who took me, and it was just Look, like, hey, and it's whatever. And again, this sounds horrible, probably. No, it but doesn't. I think it's like I, look, if it's, people it's are real. So if you're, yeah, if people, the reason and why there's a lot of people that have been to a Michelin star restaurant, you know, but there is. But if there's I people wondering at home of like, hey man, should I do this? Should I spend the money on this for an anniversary or wife or whatever? Like, I, I would say no. Go to your favorite no. restaurant. Go to your favorite restaurant or find some place that's like cool, different. Yes, you know? off the beaten track. You yeah. don't need to go to those restaurants and drop that's that kind of money vibe. to do that shit. Um, but yeah, we did we did eat afterwards, and I'll shout out the restaurant afterwards. Otto is the name of it. Uh, yeah, so good. God damn it, some of the best pizza in New York, and uh, just old school Italian cheese, breads, wine, the salumi, everything, sausage. God damn it, it was good. Uh, so good. Um, it was one of those places I had found. But I loved the combo of it. I loved going to that place first and then going. Do you know what I mean? My wallet didn't love the combo of it. Look, I deserve it. But anyway, so I deserve it. You do, James. Uh, So I love the combo of that. And like it was almost like getting out of the stuffy, you know, restaurant and going to like a big loud Italian place. And the waitress is fucking cool as shit. And like it, it, it was a good combo. I think we got the best of both worlds and it was a really nice a quintessence yes new york and if you're, if you're looking for something off the beaten trail in new york uh, that is in the city itself where you can have an amazing amazing meal across the board i auto is, is good and it's it's uh decently priced as well but we went we did that you would turn the screen away over there by the way and this it, it, i was looking at it because it reminded me of there's a guy named colin coward i was on his show actually did an interview with him and Yeesh, 2007 maybe mm-hmm. um he's got a really hot girl co-host somebody had written in actually and i i don't watch the show um somebody had written in and, and was like man i wonder if jesse would be the hot girl on one of these sports shows where you're crazy and i was like i, I i've never seen the girl until today mm. I, w- I wish you knew that much about sports because we would dominate <laughs> i know it's a shame right <laughs> Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at it now, and like whoever wrote in a long time ago about that, I, we're we're typically at work, so we're we're not here f- to watch this in the middle of the day. But uh, yeah, you're right. It would be rad because you've got your Yankees gear on the whole thing, and I it's know. like, all right, cool, man. Uh, yeah, you could, I know. you could be a little Michelle Beetle if you wanted to, but uh, I know. But gosh, um, I funny. really identified with this girl on Cash Cab the other night. That uh, she got asked some kind of stadium question or whatever, and she just goes, "Ah, oh, sports!" Like, <laughs> and it was just like, "I've got a shout out!" Like, oh. and that statement and the exactly how she says it, it was like, "Oh, sports!" Like, here we go. It is something that so many people know about. I know, just not me. I um, know. That I do know about the Yankees, and like I said, I think it's connected a little bit with your family and what they watched and what you grew up watching, and so it is. I'm so excited for tonight. By the way, it's gonna be a Mars. Yes, 
uh, Yankees game four. Um, it is a two one series right now. Cool thing about this about being on the road and and you know having a wife who does everything, including sound edit, is we're able to get these shows up like an hour before we go to the game. Which yeah, is awesome. this will be out before we go, right? Yeah, this will be out While at we're game there. time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. At game time, which is awesome, and it's going to be a blast. Again, I know we talked about this last week. It's one of those stadiums. It's like a magical place, and and all that stuff. And uh, I, I am very, very excited. Um, you know, if you get to go to Yankee Stadium, it's it's great for sure. Uh, we're looking forward to it. As always, James, we got some sponsors. Put this whole shit wagon on the air. Let's do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 36 months, pay as you go program. No one on the interwebs is doing that. No interest on this shit. It's 38 bucks a month, man. Um, I'm going to stress that because uh, I, I, I got stopped. We're here for podcast upfronts. Um, we get stopped by some other advertisers and they were like, Hey, have you thought about Casper? And I was like, no, I haven't. They were sponsoring a long time ago in drinking bros, but no one is offering the deals that ghost bed is. And I was like, it's, it's just a better mattress, man. Um, and they off the record for them. They were like, I can't, I'm not, which is, which means I can't say who this is. Right. They said it is a better mattress. <laughs> I was like, eh, all right, Look, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this was a big advertiser. It was just like, Hey man. Uh, so we are lucky and grateful that they are here. They have the best mattresses there is. You get shipped to your house in a box. You pop it open. Boom. Two hours later, best night's sleep of your life. The ghost pillows are amazing. They are about to run a monster, monster Halloween deal, pun intended. Um, and if you're military or first responder, you get 15% off of everything in the store. Right now, they've got like a Wheel of Fortune thing where you spin it and you get an extra fucking 200 bucks off all this cool shit there. They're always mixing it up there, and, and I love it about this company because usually it's just tried and true. Go to the fucking thing, do the thing, and you're done with your life. Uh, but not at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. We love them. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being uh, our chief sponsor. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinkers, James. I am going to need five packets. Uh, you're going to need five packets tonight. I'm going to need you to do this sponsor so I can actually pour one in a White Claw right now. Okay. So talk about Strike Force Energy. So Strike Force Energy is the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy. Um, he Ross is pouring it in a White Claw. I think that's the best move for the way that we're feeling right now, how I was talking about you're going to start to drink again, but you're going to need that energy as well. So you're not going to drink a Red Bull and a White Claw. You're going to put fucking Strike Force in your White Claw. Your Claw. And then you make it one drink to get you right where you want to be. Um, and then I think I can take it into the stadium, right? You buy it in the stadium. Strike Force? Uh, no, no, no. So uh, I think yes. I can take the packets in You can in take the packets in the pocket. stadium, which is yeah. what we always do at all these fucking games. But uh, I think, dude, every place now is serving White Claws in stadiums now. So weird. We were just like, uh. So all of my shit in my suitcases, everything is just strike force everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then At the advertising thing, uh, somebody pulled it out of the pocket. Somebody pulled it out. Another sponsor was like, oh, yeah, dude. It was, it was Felix Gray. Mm-hmm. It was Ryan from yeah, yeah, yeah. Felix Gray. And he, he pulled it out. He's like, yo, dude, I'm ready. Because like- we were asking him uh, if he wanted to go out to like the after party or something like this. And he's like, I'm ready, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The strike force on him, <laughs> which is great. Um, I, I love that guy. I'll shout him out in a second. But go to look, go to strikeforceenergy.com. No calories, no sugars. Again, it fits in your pocket. So you're not rolling around with a fucking can of monster in your back pocket, man. And then you squeeze it in any liquid available. It is really good to spice up a white claw because it needs, I like white claws, but they just need a little bit more flavor. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Again, no carbs, no sugars. And it lasts longer than five hour energy. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Since we were talking about Felix Gray, um, well, I'm, I'm going to give them a free plug on on this show. But uh, love love those guys. They were awesome. We got to hang out with Felix Gray and like because you you wear their product on the show every, pretty yeah. much every day or every week. And yes. I know so does Dan. And it was one of those things where you know you're a fan of something and you already wear it anyways. Yeah. Therefore, you're like, yo, I'm just going to fucking reach out and see if this company will do it. 
They were down. Um, if you don't know what Felix Gray glasses are, go to Felix, FelixGray.com uh, forward slash drinking bros um, and, and give it a shot. Because what they are is they block out their blue blockers essentially for computers. The average American spends 11 hours in front of screens, be it computers, phones, televisions. You can't avoid it throughout your day, especially at work, man. It is burning your fucking eyes out of your soul. These glasses are... It gives you headaches. So if you wonder why you have a little bit of a headache or headaches throughout the day, this is it. And um, it really does help. And they look fucking cool. Yes, they made them like... They're like cool unbelievably looking. cool. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those yeah. things, dude. You buy a pair, you're good to go forever. And uh, go to FelixGreyGlasses.com um, forward slash Drinking Bros and get them. It's free shipping there. And if you need them with like prescription in them, I think it's somewhere like twenty bucks more uh, for that. But uh, everybody's wearing these fucking things. You just didn't know that they were Felix Grey. Where you're like, oh, all right, cool. Now I understand. Yeah, and they're cool dudes. They're drinking bros. Like they're the best. An awesome best I got company. A lovely time and, with those uh, guys, man. Yeah, you are gonna at some point. I think everyone at some point will have will have these. these glasses. So might as well get them from them. Cool dudes. And great, in a million fucking, fucking frames. Great so, product and really cool. Yeah, looking. if you're a chick, boom, you can get those. You can get fucking Malcolm X looking ones. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, the they're unisex too, so they're just like I don't know, they're just yep. cool looking. Anyways, we had a good time with them. So go to FelixGreyGlasses.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Last but not least, talking about StraightRazors.com. This is what the people came for, Jabes. Ooh, that's a clean cut, smooth. Oh, you're right. There it is. Blammo, 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 blammo. Straightrazors.com's got everything you need to be the real man in this life. A big boy man. A big boy man. Wow, wow, wow. They're going to love that. Shave like a little man. Shave like a big boy man. They've got everything. Beard oils, mustache waxes, conditioners, finest straight razors in the biz. If you're worried about using a straight razor, they get safety razors. It's the blades. The blades are the strongest there is. So, therefore, it takes like a day and a half off of shaving. I love them. That's why everybody says I look so goddamn young. Um, and it's crazy. Yes, I owe it to you, straightrazors.com. Their aftershave is the best on the planet. It is smolder. Get it. You will be hooked for life, and you will not be able to use anything else. It smells the best and gets you a lot of sex. A lot of sex. Does it? Yeah, it does. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, James. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. <laughs> Happy anniversary, James. Thanks. Six years. Um, I told you last night, I'm going to tell the audience, give a shit that 1.8 billion million people know it. You're getting fucking hotter, dude, every year. Thank you. It's crazy. Thank you. It's crazy how, how hot you're getting, dude. Uh, usually it's in reverse. Especially with white ladies, huh? Dude, Blonde white ladies. I heard the fucking craziest story in a group thread. I'm not going to say who or where. I'll tell the story, though. Um, but because... I, for, for whatever reason, man, if you don't marry the right person, you get bored with them. Like shit goes downhill fast, and like if you, yeah, if you don't try and find someone that you connect with in other ways than looks, yeah, you will have a problem. But looks are important. Um, they are, but you have you got to be able to bang away, every day, bro. They go away. Not maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Either way, you're getting hotter. But I read these crazy like suburb stories that are going down, and I'm just like, dude. holy shit! One Fucking dude, scary, bro. Yeah, it was. It couldn't. This wife couldn't find their husband the other night at a party. By the way, this is in a different state than we live in, so don't even bother asking who and or why. Exactly. Because I don't. One of them I don't even know, but it's a friend of a friend for me, and it's just like, wait, huh? And you're in like a dude thread and they just kind of gossip. Yeah, I'm in a dude thread from, you know, dude col- gossip, college yeah. and shit like that. Dude and gossip, I think, is a little bit different than girl gossip, but go ahead. You it, guys it's, it's focus stra- on it's different things. straightforward and it's <laughs> drama free. Um, that, that's, that's what it is. It's more facts of like, and then it's just, you know, a response of, 
Well, shit got wild, dude. Jesus. Yeah, and zero concern. So I think if that same thread was in a girl's, oh. it would be like, I am. I feel so horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am guessing that in your thread there was zero percent concern for for parties involved uh there, there no that's not true they were okay. like man i feel bad for the, the kids and shit like okay. that well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. uh one of them was after some neighborhood function um like a barbecue or something something man late at night the woman couldn't find her husband and he was fucking the neighbor inside their the playhouse the children's playhouse gotcha. out in the backyard gotcha um another one how how uncomfortable i would never even think to Look in the playhouse, huh? No, to be like, this is where it should happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, looks. I'm a large man. I can yeah. barely fit in those fucking things. So it must have been a smaller dude. Again, nowhere near our neighborhood or our state. This is in another state with some friends from college. And uh, the other one was, and this one got a little crazier. I guess he had had uh, something like a mistress over uh-huh. at his house. And the wife and kids came back from a vacation or something earlier, like a, a grandparent sitch. Mm-hmm. And they're knocking on the door and they know he's in there. And uh, nobody answers the door. She, the wife calls the cops to let her in the house. And when the cops enter the house, he opens the garage door and guns it and tries to drive away from the house. Well, the cops pull him over and they're like, what the fuck? I guess he had been drinking. Clearly, he's guilty of something. They found the mistress in the trunk, and he was trying to smuggle her out. Just covered in respect. (laughs) Just head-to-toe respect all over her. Lord. So that was a good one. That was a good one. I uh, enjoyed that very much, um, hearing it. But Jesus Christ. Uh, Luckily, shit's all cool, man. You're getting hotter, Jabe, so. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'd hate to I'd hate to hear if I wasn't. Well, you know, uh, at least you wouldn't be able to find me in a playground at our house. Because you wouldn't fit? I think it's too goddamn small. Yeah, 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 yeah. You only know. reason. Only reason. The only reason. Yeah. Because I just can't fit in there. Yeah, that's it. Yep. have to go a large shed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I talk about audiobooks. Uh, we happen to be in New York. This is my seventh week now. The New York Times bestseller list. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, d- does not get old. I'm super beyond fucking grateful and thrilled and all of that shit. And, uh, and we were on it for the audiobook um, the last week. And audiobooks are really, really hard to do. Uh, they are tough. And I encourage the author to do it. However, I also encourage the author to get other voices to do it because... If you are not a trained actor or a professional voiceover actor, it can go south real quick. We talked about Ronan Farrow's new book. Um, uh, what was it? Fucking Catch and Kill. Catch and Kill. And, uh, you know, when you do a serious, it was about his whole. Cracking the case. What, cracking the case on the Me Too's, yes. Weinstein's, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Lauer, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, he decided. Or somebody from the the publisher decided that he should do his own audiobook himself with no other voice actors. Um, This has not gone well for Ronan today. Why? They're saying it is comically bad, and all of the listeners are baffled by his use of horrific accents. Um, Some of the ones. He did different accents in it? For all all the people he was talking about. Which is what they encourage you to do from oh, okay. a publisher. And it's just, they're, they're all like, oh, it'll be fine. They'll, people will love it. You're the author and it's great. The only one to pull that off has been Matt Best. Um, and we, we, look, we worked with him and it was a long process. And you have to have a friend in there, who, a best friend who's honest with you and says, hey, man, that one's not working. You know, yeah. dial this up, dial this down or whatever. And that's why his audiobook was so great it's why it's on the new york times bestseller list however ronan farrow did not have a friend in that camp to be honest with him and he's on here doing uh an australian journalist oh no yeah um oi <laughs> just a lot of oi a tough ukrainian guy Oof. yeah 
Eesh. Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry, that one's good. Yeah. Because he's very feminine guy. Yeah. 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 Wow, 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 wow. And then he even took a, a stab at doing Donald Trump. Stop that right huge oh yeah. no 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 could you imagine ronan farrow doing this no. like look i i write comic co- comedically fucking genre books yeah somewhere in there oh, that, that phrase is definitely not coming out right today <laughs> phrase of a writer for first, sure phrase first, of an white, author. first white claw coming yeah. out of my uh <laughs> going down the old gullet comically, and suddenly i'm off the rails comically leaning, terrible comically uh, leaning yeah. things yeah uh, horrific that's got a run-on sentence in the biz but uh <laughs> Blammo. jesus christ russ that's insider speak bro. yeah um but the, he he should not have done this if you're not writing uh, a comedic book with a comedic theme or a through line um you do not want a book about Anal rape, which is I what he's describing with the uh, yeah. Matt Lauer thing, mm-hmm. or Trump, or Weinstein. You do not want Ronan Farrow reading all of this shit. Um, people have been getting r- just heated and roasting him on Twitter. So uh, <laughs> somebody wrote on Twitter. Twitter's the worst. It's fucking hell on earth. But uh, important reporting. Also. Was he trying to do an audition tape for SNL? Oh my gosh, Brills. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, this another user just posted uh, highlights of his favorite. Um, I love his tough Ukrainian guy. And he shared the audio clips. Uh, he also shared clips of uh, an exasperated dad. Um, oh, God. And then the, the character, Howard... The Australian surveillance dude. And uh, they're just piecing these together over and over again. <coughs> Somebody in his camp should have done that. It is a difficult job, dude. Another person wrote, can you imagine the expression on the audio engineer's face the first time he broke out a character? Yes, I can, actually. Um, these audio engineers hear everything. They've heard it all. If something is terrible... They usually have an assistant in the booth and they will just turn around and just give a fucking smirk of like, this motherfucker, dude. This motherfucker. I would have paid to have been here for this, even though an audiobook is is painful to do. Um, But other people were like, look, by chapter 21, Trump got a little better. Oh my God. Uh, Uh, You know why? Because you're typically reading these in about three to eight days. So, eh. Maybe he started to get the hang of it. But, uh, yeah, it uh, should have never been attempted probably on Ronan's part. Mm-mm. So uh, that's just a word of the wise to anybody out there who is thinking about doing an audiobook. It's fucking hard, actually. And if you can, if you can do it, get other actors. There's actually a service that does it on Amazon. So you can just type in, hey, man, I need a fucking Australian dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pay somebody a hundred bucks and they will fucking do the accent for you and you can move on with your day. Um, to this point, audiobooks have become massive and th- they're, they're spending a lot of time and a lot of money in this, especially, look, anybody who's got a podcast, the biggest complaint we get is I wish your show was longer, right? So we had more content, more to listen to. Some people have longer commutes. An audiobook's like six and a half, seven hours. A Night She Cries While He Rides the Steed is out there. When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It is out there. There's coming around six and a half a piece. Well-revered, obviously, the greatest audiobooks of all time. Um, now Audible is hiring people to simply just do audiobooks. Uh, one person that I used to share an agent with, um, Kat Marnell, mm-hmm. just dropped an audiobook, but an audiobook only. Oh. Yeah. Surprised by that. But what's she reading from? Don't know. Maybe A notes. Book. Maybe her life experiences. Oh. I'm not really sure. Okay. Uh, we, I followed her I follow her on Twitter. And, uh, cause I think she's a, a really good writer, actually. And um, I, I enjoyed her first book, So Did You. Yeah. Uh, but it, it seemed like she was just traveling the world. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't know why. 
Well, that's what this book is about. I think so. Yes. So yeah, it is. Um, but uh, this it's it, it's just audio. I don't think it's just audio. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's called Self Tanner for the Soul. Um, okay. And yeah, it's about s- her. So when she that first book mm-hmm. hit the New York Times bestseller list, she was, I guess, really bad off and spiraled down into like a crazy you know back into her old shit so she oh after that book yeah uh and d- during in the height of its success and um so then she went to europe basically traveled all around and what she says in this book is you can quite literally run from your problems and that's what she did got it got it got it got it yes this is an audiobook only actually um, this is being called an Audible original. Okay. So maybe they're trying to become a, a Netflix for audio, which, look, that is what Spotify is doing. So that is extremely interesting because, again, what are you reading off of? Why not just print the book? Yeah. Uh, unless it's your little, notes or life stories right. or what happened to you. I mean, I, I guess, essentially, it could be a podcast full of your craziest stories without being a podcast. I guess. Shit. Now that I know that's a thing. Right? Holy shit. I could chunk out a hundred of these goddamn things. Blammo, blammo. All you need is notes and a bunch of improv. Watch out. Man. Um, And I want to be clear about this. Kat Marnell, she's uh, rich and has always been rich. So she has. What, was she a rich family? Yeah. So she has the luxury of A, running from her problems and B, not really having anything too drastic happen to her. Oh, as far as like life, life-wise shit? Yeah, it's one of those that, um, you know, I don't mind. Her writing is really good, but uh, I don't love when someone with money tells people to run away from their problems. Yeah, no, I get it. Because you can't. It's expensive. I just don't like it. But, you it's know, I'm sure it's entertaining and you can fantasize about it, but um, I would not suggest doing it unless you're a rich kid. It's funny, man. Uh, the Elton John book. This is breaking news. It just came out. The Elton John book um, got the the his autobiography about his life is also getting released this week. It is currently ahead of uh, Catch and Kill on on. Um, oh hell's yeah, dude! On on Amazon. I'm surprised by that. I, a lot of liberals buy books, so like, yeah. Eh, maybe maybe people are just over Ronan Farrow and the fucking Me Too shit, but. Uh, that's cool. We did a thing on Drinking Bros uh, news that is out tonight as well about the Elton John book. Um, that's funny. And then Mike Rowe comes is coming. Oh, it is at three at three. Mike no, Rowe's right. coming in at four. Mike Rowe, dude, this guy fucking kills it. And he is kills it, doesn't he? What's he? Doesn't he have a show? Yeah, he used to have uh, Dirty Jobs. Okay, I forever. Love him. I love him. I, dude. This guy's awesome. Yeah, one of the best voices in the business yeah. too, man. Um, I'm amped for his success. A little success. bit of a daddy too. A lot, like, there's a lot of ladies that like him, man. I get it. I get it. I mean that that fucking. And then there's another dog man book, dude. It's still there. Oh, boy, that is crazy. Uh, but the, look, there's a there's a, a a huge audience for him, and he used he used to have a podcast as well. He did, but it was like ten minutes. Mm. Um, Can't get behind that. Yeah, it's it's a hard, it's a tough one. I can't, yeah, I can't just listen to something for 10 minutes and then kind of breeze on with my life. Yeah, so. Um, I found it interesting, another top story today, that Stephen Colbert uh, got his contract extended for the late show through August of 2023. Um, so that's another. So they're probably guessing that Trump Four more will, years, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I find that interesting. That that means you're really putting your eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as as far as you gambling on Trump, because look, if Trump isn't in there, I don't know what he does for for four more years. To be honest with you, Mm-mm. um, hmm, uh, that's that's kind of crazy. Uh, Jonah Hill also backed out of playing uh, one of the villains in the Batman movie. After all, I know we had discussed that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up with him? He keeps backing you know, out of shit. I think I think that's a tough one, man. I think Robert Pattinson is Batman. It's really, really tough, man, going after Bale. 
Mm-hmm. And, and Affleck oh, so and those guys um, thinking that it's not going to do well. It's my guess. Um, that it, that is my absolute guest. Uh, okay, but he backed out of something else, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He backed out of the Richard Jewell movie, which was a mistake. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's going on with him? Well, personally, all right. So he's here, here's, here's the of- inside shit. When people start backing out of projects in Hollywood, I, I can tell you what it is. Usually, you're thinking about an agency change. Mm. Um, my guess, again, this is pure speculation. I have no idea. I've been worked with Jonah in fucking 12 years, right? Mm. Uh, my guess is an agent probably talked him out of not taking the Richard Jewell movie. Mm. That trailer comes out. He's pissed. I would be Leaves pissed. that agent. Yep. Therefore, if he signed this Batman deal, it with goes ben. to the old agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we have, by the way, on Drinking Bros Sports next week, we have a super agent on the show to kind of go through shit like this in the sports world. But Hollywood-wise, I can tell you this is what happens. And you start backing out of projects that way, whoever you get next agent wise can really line up some hits and then they get all the commission. But mm, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not crazy on that movie either. So I don't really blame him for backing out. Um, another interesting one, you know, as far as Hollywood wise is uh, the, the new Melissa McCarthy movie. Uh, they shot it already and it was supposed to come out December 20th. It's called Super Intelligence, and uh, it it is now going to be on Warner Brothers' brand new streaming service. That's going right to there. That is yet another comedy they are pulling out of theaters and just putting on a streaming service. Yeesh. Uh, I mean, that's breaking news as well. And like, man, I, I it seems to me like they're just setting up comedy movies for. Streaming only, no more theatrical, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I enjoyed going to a theater and laughing, but yeah, uh, that's why I moved there. And what a weird time, man! Um, you can just see it disappearing right before your face. Uh, and she was one of those people too, who, you know, her and her husband were—I think they were second—they were big Second City people, or, or I'm sorry, Groundlings. They were Groundlings, and uh, her husband was in the Groundlings. He's a funny dude as well. They write and direct a lot of this shit together. And uh, once she got famous, she pulled him in, and they've been doing a lot of these movies. This is another one of theirs. And, yeah, now it's going straight to to streaming. Huh. People will actually see it then. Yeah. I'm not not paying for Warner Brothers streaming, though. Are you? No. Like, that's too much, man. If I do, I won't tell you about it. I appreciate that. (laughs) Just like Showtime. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, fi- I'll find that later on something else that, uh, you know, that you've done. Mm. Like, I'll f- find that pop up like a birch box charge on the old credit card where I'm like, how are we doing the, the samples for $10? $10, um, and free, then free samples for $10. Free, free samples for $10. Uh, one of your beef fries said reports uh, Helen Hunt, a car accident, and. They are they're having to move the production of Mad About You, which they're going to bring back. Oh God! So, James, I know you were really looking forward I'm to a it. Huge! You're a big Hunt fan. Hunt fan, yeah. Yeah, the big the Hunt for Red October. Um, that's what they call her. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a on the fly like little <laughs> monsters, kind of like a Helen Hunt fan club, like what we would call ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Mad about Hunt. Mad about Hunt. <laughs> Mad about Hunt. I like the Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. Like if she was dating a ginger guy, ginger mm-hmm. bush guy. Sure. Like an Ed Sheeran. Yeah, a lot of things would have to come together for that to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, I want to get into this Gina Rodriguez thing. We talked about this last yeah. night. Um, what is your stance on this? And what tell, you reckon? Um, tell the audience what happened here. This is the girl from Jane the Virgin. She's won a, a couple Emmys and I believe a couple Golden Globless. Yes, and is pretty Globes. outspoken uh, politically, mm-hmm. but not quite smart enough to do so. So she's uh, pretty much always in hot water for saying something wrong on a big stage. Like black women get paid more than 
Latinos and Asians and we need to do something about it. Everyone's like, eesh. I mean, maybe in regular workplace, but if you're talking Hollywood, that's a nosies, dude. Yeah. And the weird, the weird thing about her is this, right? When she, I remember when she got this show and because she won the Golden Globe the very first season it was on and she seemed like the golden girl of town. It was just an immediate 180 of like, I'm going to become political and talk about women and talk about all this stuff and uh, everything that goes on and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She just keeps fucking putting her foot in her mouth over and over again. Now, this one was for... Yeah, so she went on Instagram. She was... No, she was literally just getting her makeup done and was kind of singing the Fugees and basically just... I, like opened her eyes and said the like n word part of it. Yeah, but was, was it a hard R? Was she? Was it a? At it's the end? hard to kind of hear, but I think that we. So if you're in that world and we've like, there's certain things that have been decided that we're not allowed to say if we aren't a certain color. Mm-hmm. That is one of them. Hard R or not? She's singing a Lauren Hill the, song. Problem okay. I, and I get it. And Lauren Hill was in the late 90s. Absolutely. Um, but I think, like I've always said, hypocrisy is the thing that we hate the most, right? So if Correct. she has, doesn't, you know, try and, if she's not a, a warrior for fucking, what do you call him? The left, what do you call him? The fucking justice, whatever, the like. Social justice warrior? Yeah. Yeah. So if you aren't that then shit, you're just fucking singing a song, like, have fun. But I think because she's put herself in the realm of, I, you know, I go after people, I'm very political about women's rights and people, women of color and all of this. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, she's on that side. And so anyways, and then she she put out an apology on Instagram after she got backlash for it. And it was not an apology at all. It was a really bitchy video. Sure. Which you understand you were saying. You were like, yeah, dude, I get it. Yeah. For you. But for her, she's just in a different, she's put herself in a different realm. She did, yes. So, So and and that's the thing. For anyone else. If you weren't such an outspoken little fucking bitch after this, nobody would give a shit. And and to me personally, like, dude, hip hop and hip hop culture has been a part of our national landscape for 35, 40 years at this point. Right. In the 80s on. God damn it, man. Uh, th- that rap, it's, it's played everywhere, everywhere you go. Even the advertisers party, they were playing it with, you know, Snoop Dogg and all sure, this other absolutely. shit. Everybody's singing. Right. Uh, you know, I can't really fault it. The problem is, like you said, dude, if you set yourself up to be this person, then, then you just can't. And the thing is, can't do anything. Look, it allows you not to do anything. Look, you can do it. Just don't put the fucking video on Instagram. How fucking hard is that? I don't care if you fucking sing the song while you're getting your makeup done. Yeah, you're right. The Fugees are a fucking great band, and we've all been singing them for years. But you cannot. Like, how did that even go on her fucking public Instagram? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, why, dude? It wasn't even a good fucking video. She what are did you it. doing, dude? It was nothing. She did it herself. She did it herself. I think uh, I think she just mainly got pissed that she put it on her public page, but yeah. like on accident. Um, Otherwise, I have no problem singing fucking songs and rap songs and all that absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Like, Jesus Christ, man. And, uh, you know, but the, the apology had to be a little bit more heartfelt. Than the one that she gave she because fuck. of the position that she's in. And she could have made her apology, moved on, and sang that fucking song all she wanted in private. Right. Sorry. Sorry, girlfriend. Sorry, girlfriend. You don't get to do that. No. No, well, you don't. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry if I, she goes, sorry if I offended anyone. I've been singing that song forever. But it was just like this. So, sorry. And it was like really yeah. bitchy. And you're just like, oh, okay. Like, again, she's not getting canceled. She's not losing a career. But I think she is going to have to um, figure something out how to fix it a little bit better. 
No. Because after the apology, it was even worse. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. But have fun. I really don't care about her or watch anything that she does. So um, I'm not too concerned. No, not at all. Uh, you know, obviously one of my biggest pet peeves, the thing I hate most in life, supermodels and porn stars dying, dying models sure, sure, in sure. general. Mm-hmm. There was a girl that was missing, this uh, 24-year-old named Esmeralda Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, they just fucking found her. I know that I said that the other story is going to be the last story I lied to you. He's found her. This is a weird. This is a weird one. So I'm just gonna read it aloud. Okay. What um, is she? What does she do? Um, just a model. Okay. And uh, uh, her body was found encased in concrete in a wooden box in the Las Vegas desert, and the police say she was injected with pool cleaner and strangled to death, and uh, and they think they know who did it. So they've arrested. Two people for this. Um, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, man. Um, now she worked in the porn industry. C- cool. Uh, obviously, this is what breaks breaks your heart. Yeah, this is what this is the this is how you break the the hard candy shell and go to the soft gooey middle. When a porn star dies, she had more, more than three hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Um, on this one though, it is. It is weird um, that a porn star is, uh, dies in Vegas. Like, it just didn't, you know? Well, it's not that's monster nice. type shit. It really is. Pool that's cleaner. Some, that's some fucking strangled casino type stuff. Concrete dude. in a yeah, box. Yeah, you're sending a message to somebody. Yeah. I'm just wondering what she did, um, uh, who she knew, what'd she say, blah, blah, blah. So, because here's where the story gets stranger, by the way. They have her, like, on a residential surveillance video, okay? She's wearing lingerie and heels, trying to open up the home of a door around 300 yards for where these, the, the people who actually did this took her, I guess, or did whatever the fuck they did. The occupants woke and told her she was at the wrong house. Um, and they said she appeared disoriented, obviously. Uh, her brother claims that she suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, been off her meds. But uh, they, in July, police received a tip that that this dude um, and this this wife was part of this story. And uh, man, I, I I don't know where you get cement in a box. Like this has got to be some. This is some old school premeditated shit. Like, right. And the other thing that, that that's weird for me was okay. If you have all this, right, you think you could get away with something like that? Yeah, I mean, how do you find a wooden box full of concrete in the middle of the fucking desert of of Nevada? Now you can't you can't get away with that either. Shit. No. Um. Not amateurs. Yeah. So what they're saying is uh like this uh this girl was there, showed us with this house. Um they didn't know what the fuck was wrong with her. She started acting bizarre, speaking the devil's tongue, uh appeared if she was on meth, mm. the the porn star. Uh and they were she was tied up for a, a bedpost for an ex- ex- extended period of time. So they probably did some fucked up shit. Mm. This man and woman and then um Yeah, man. They then they went to extreme measures to hide the body. You can't get away with concrete in a in a box in the desert anymore. What can you do anymore? I heard that Irishman movie is all about uh, Jimmy Hoffa. They still don't know where that motherfucker is. Right back then, you could hide a body, dude. You cannot do that shit anymore. Mm -mm. Fuck. They took down all the fucking big time mobsters. Mm. Crime isn't organized anymore. It's not. It's just. uh, It's hard to believe. That uh, you can't get away with this anymore, you know. There used to be a code, you know, code of conduct. I guess certain man. rules that you that you uh, adhere to. But not anymore, man. You're not anymore. You it's not organized. There's nobody to uh, oversee it. I would have said cement in the box, Vegas. Yes, you can get away with this. I really would have. Now I now I can't. Now I would have gone. Yeah, exactly. No. Now that's off the table. So what do you do there? You know. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for that? 
It's nothing, man. I guess the answer is you can't murder people. And I've come to that harsh realization right now. Wow. But uh, to this lovely soul, obviously we want her to rest in peace. Of course. With all the other porn stars. Sweet and angel, yeah. yeah. Sweet, sweet angel. August! <laughs> August Ames! <laughs> no! I miss you every day. You're a part of life. You're a part of my heart. And you will always be with me. That's the only way I could eulogize someone like that. So you're welcome. Yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous. You're welcome. Gorgeous. Um, is there a revolutionary figure of the day? It's not, James. Oh. It's not. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would say Babe Ruth. This is the house that Ruth built, but it's not. It's a new stadium, James. I know. And I, I, we don't really know who built this house yet. We'll give it to Pettit. No, we were not kissing Andy Pettit just because you like him. He's and my And you're hus- sexually attracted to him. Husband. And he's awesome. He's not that awesome. He got popped for steroids. He was great. To fix his fucking... Whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm. And then he fucking pinned it all on Clemens, his best friend. Now they're not best friends anymore. He's a fucking snitch. The guy who likes a goddamn snitch, Pettit. Wow. You know that if, if Pettit doesn't come out, Clemens doesn't go to that fucking trial. They use all of Pettit's shit. And that was it. And that's how they got to, to Clemens. Because Pettit was a snitch. <laughs> so your fucking love man is a goddamn snitch. He should, boy. In my opinion, he should have been the one that ended up in that concrete box. Brother. Damn, that's brother. really aggressive. It's not aggressive, but that's what snitches end up in ditches. You know the rules, Jabes. He broke the rules. And, you know, instead we had to see a very thirsty Roger Clemens on trial for a week. Um, and when I say thirsty, no, I'm not talking about looking for pussy. He was actually way 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 dehydrated that entire trial and that's all i remember now of roger what? clemens what was he doing just licking his lips drinking oh, water the entire God. time and like oof it was a lot like uh zuckerberg when he went up there just co- yeah, constantly drinking constant just nervous water bro uh, and that's my lasting image of roger clemens now not him being you know seven times cy young winner or all the the no hitters. Nope. Just him licking his lips on Congress, drinking water because Andy Pettit sold him the fuck out tonight. There will be no sellouts. I want to see Aaron judge ripping ding dongs for us tonight. Looking forward to it. Jabe's happy anniversary. I love you. You love could you not be hotter. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to tonight. And uh, we'll be back in Wilmington uh, to report on all this shit. Um, maybe we'll do a show with we'll we'll do a crossover episode with the Bronx Blues guys and run it off both feeds Monday. That'd be sweet. Be dope. Let's do it. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.